Hello, everyone. This is the Weird World Podcast. I'm Dean. And I'm Gary. Gary's going to bring us a weird bit. Yep. Quick hitter here, peoples. <laughs> Go. Quick just, hitter. Let's do it, man. We're going to talk about a 49-year-old German man. Okay. Named Erwin Kreutz. Nineteen seventy-seven, early October, as a matter of fact, he decided to take a little trek to the old United States. Seventy-seven. Mm-hmm. Okay. Super excited about it. Wanted to go to San Francisco, so he took World Airways charter flight. World Airways from West Germany. Yes, because that was a thing back then. To San Francisco. But they landed at Bangor International Airport to refuel and let passengers get out, and they had to clear customs there. Bangor, Maine. Correct. Bangor, Maine. Okay. Just a quick refuel and get right back in the air kind of thing? Same plane? Yep. Well, they had to clear customs. Oh. So, you know, probably not all that quick. Uh Erwin was a Bavarian brewery worker. Uh He had only left Germany one time before in his (sighs) entire life. And that was just like to Belgium. That was one day to Switzerland. Okay, I was close. Mm-hmm. But he'd seen San Francisco on TV and oh, decided sure. that's where he wanted to visit. Had he seen Carl Malden and Richard Hatch in the streets <laughs> of San Francisco? I don't think so. Damn it. Had he seen other shows that took place in San Francisco back then? I don't know. It was that probably was like a travel log or something like a, you know, a travel show. But anyway, the crew of the plane was changing in Bangor, Maine. And so there was a stewardess, which is what they called flight attendants back in the 70s. Nice catch, by the way, here. She had, you know, spoken German because she was coming from Germany. And she had kind of gotten to know him on the flight. And so he was a pleasant passenger. So, and he had fallen asleep. So she, you know, touched him on the arm to wake him up and to wish him uh, have a great, pleasant stay in San Francisco. Because she wasn't going to see him again. Well, he just woke up, so he was a little bit tired and groggy. And I guess he didn't hear. Or he didn't. He misunderstood that. Have a pleasant time in San Francisco. Yes. And then he didn't hear the earlier announcement by the pilots that all the passengers were getting off in Bangor just on a brief stopover on their way to California. I think we know where this is going. So he gets off, goes through the customs baggage checkpoint, gets his baggage, walks straight out of the terminal, hails a cab, and he gets in the back of the cab and uses one of the few words in English that he knows, and he says, sleep. Oh. So, I was going to say prostitute was one of the ones, but no. Okay. Mm-mm. Sleep. Back then, they said prostitute. This is uh-huh. before sex worker had been in Sure, they did. They don't. Well, okay, might have been worse, actually. So the cab driver takes him to a hotel. Erwin thinks he's in San Francisco. In Bangor, Maine. I yep. mean, I know you've never been to San Francisco, but it's a city. Bangor, Maine is a city, but it's not San Francisco. What's the highest building in Bangor, Maine? I'm going to say like four stories. Also don't know what time of day it is. Could be dark. And, I don't you know. It's 3 a.m., sister. So anyway, he checks into the hotel. Still. Isn't that the opposite of what you fear when you, fall, when you go to sleep on vehicles that you're not in control of? You don't think I'm like on a train or something like that. You don't think I'm going to wind up early and get off before. You're terrified. You're going to miss it. In this case, I'd be terrified if I fall asleep. I'm going to wind up in Shanghai (laughs) after it landed and alit again from San Francisco, but not your 3,000 miles too early. Well, he wandered around 
Bangor, Maine for a few days. <laughs> All the while thinking, yes, this seems like San <laughs> yep. Francisco. Admiring the architecture and the ambiance. <laughs> okay. For instance, the Joshua <laughs> Chamberlain Bridge oh. that linked Bangor with Brewer, uh, I think across the Penobscot River or okay. something like that. Bladed image of the Golden Gate Bridge. Didn't look exactly like the Golden no. Gate Bridge, no. but, you know, he thought, oh, maybe I'm in a suburb. Oh, of San Francisco. Okay. So, I'm not in downtown right, San okay, Francisco. Okay, that's a little more reasonable. Because lots What's of times... What's his name again? Jan? Irwin. Irwin, that's Because, you know, lots of times airports are not yes, in the... Yes, that's true. ...downtown of the city, obviously. Ireland's airport is, like, barely in Ireland. And <laughs> Dublin's airport is way out. And, of course, Denver's airport is famously 20 miles outside the city. But yeah. they assume it'll be right on the edge of the city in the next 30 years or yeah. so. Yeah. So. And he doesn't really know what San Francisco is supposed to look like. And his plan and what he wanted to see was the real United States and the working class people yeah, in the United States. Him. So he went to San Francisco. Makes perfect yeah. sense. In 77, that's a little more true than it is today, where it's not a whole lot of working yeah. class people in San well, Francisco. You can't afford to live there. But. And he could see hills and water. So, okay. you know, Done. he knew those things were in San Francisco. I'm on a peninsula. He also knew he really wanted to see Chinatown. But <laughs> couldn't find a whole Chinatown. He did find a Chinese restaurant. Same thing. And he went there to eat, and he had to, to order just by pointing at the food that he wanted. That's still true for most Americans. Mm -hmm. Was the Chinese restaurant named Chinatown? Because if so, that could make the cabbies <laughs> like, okay, no. I'll take I don't it. I think so. He wasn't able to find, you know, the iconic landmarks that he was looking for, <laughs> that he had not. seen in photos. Where is Alcatraz? We'll take you to a prison. <laughs> so again, he assumed, well, I must be outside the city. And, you know, I think distances are greater in the United States, you know, between oh, yeah. things than oh, they yeah. are in Europe. Quite a bit. So after he had been in Bangor for about three days, he asked a taxi driver to just take him to downtown San Francisco. <laughs> the cabbie just said, okay. As best Show he could, the, the driver explained, that's a would be a very expensive, about 3,000-mile one-way fare. And that's when Irwin finally just figured out, ooh, I, I don't think I'm in California. Took him three days to figure out he was not in San Francisco yep. while a banger. Okay. Also realized, how the heck am I going to meet up with my return flight to get back mm. to Germany? That's a little scary. Because they're departing out of California. Well, maybe, maybe they're going to refuel in Bangor also. Who knows? Maybe, so. maybe not. But I'm not sure he knows how to get in touch with anybody no. to figure that out. Yeah, that would be terrifying. And at this time, the hotel he's staying at asks him to vacate his room <gasps> because parents' weekend for the university nearby is coming up and all the rooms are booked. The University of Maine at Bangor? I have no idea if that's a thing. It's I don't know. Isn't. Well, he had met somebody who understood a bit of German and not enough to really help a whole lot. So that person got him in, in touch with a German-speaking restaurant owner and his wife, mm. Kenneth and Gertrude Romine. They had a German restaurant in nearby town called Old Town. They serve strusel and venison. Delish. Well, so anyway, they were going to try to help him figure out what to do. And they explained to him that he was in Maine, yeah. not California. So the first thing they had to do was help him find another hotel room, which they did. In the meantime, somebody had heard about what was going on with this German visitor who thought he was in San Francisco. How old was he? I forget. 49. Okay. 
And this person called the Banger Daily News because they thought it was a funny story. So, of course, so did the Banger Daily News. And so they started writing about it. And a lot of people were reading about Erwin Kreutz. Well, that's one of the main major East Coast dailies is the Bangor Daily News. Yeah. For those of you not in the United States and, and believe that. <laughs> well, people in Bangor yeah. thought oh, it was yeah. a... And he became somewhat of a local celebrity. That's nice. Here's what Erwin Kreutz got to do in Bangor due to his newfound celebrity status. Bangor is an interesting name. Go ahead. I know it is. He toured the county jail. Okay. Did they tell him it was Alcatraz? <laughs> no. Oh. He was a guest of the Greater Bangor Chamber of Commerce at an Oktoberfest event. Oh, that's fitting. He nah, became, he's a brewer, too. Yeah. Get a tips. Yeah. He became an honorary member of the Penobscot Indian Nation and the Old Town Rotary Club. Nice. Could he, not be more different in what nope. they did on their weekends. He was given a key to the city and a statue of Paul Bunyan. He was given a statue of Paul Bunyan? Yeah. Well, that's weird. Probably a little statue. Okay. He was kissed by Rockport's Andre the Seal, who was the unofficial harbor master. Okay. That could happen in San Francisco, too, but it's a sea yeah. lion and it'll eat your face. <laughs> he received three marriage proposals. A local folk singer wrote a song about him. He visited with the secretary. Well, this he had to take a, an airplane ride to Augusta, okay. the capital. That's an airplane ride yeah. from Bangor? Yeah. I would not think that. Where he met with the Secretary of State and Governor James Longley. The governor told him that he often wonders where he is, too, and he completely understands how this happened. That's scary. <laughs> I know. He turned 50 while he was there, and they threw him a 50th birthday party at McDonald's, okay. where he was allowed to cook his own hamburger. Really? Allowed? <laughs> yes. Is that the word? Well, he he must have wanted to. McDonald's was the best banker could do for his birthday. Come on. McDonald's. One article said that he was given a birthday party at a local restaurant. McDonald's. Yeah. I don't know if McDonald's. the word restaurant applies. And the funnest part is that he got to make his own hamburger. I, would you want to make your own hamburger? Sure. You sound like you would. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It started to become uh, let more than just local banger uh, news. Uh, Lots of... Newspapers around the country of the United States started reporting on it. On the NBC Today show, the host Tom Brokaw called Bangor a great place because of the way they were treating Erwin Kreutz. Bangor's getting some good pub, which I think went into their strategy here. Yep. People described Erwin as impressed, grateful, and charming. And he said he was happy to see how Americans live in a small city and he compared it to a Bavarian city near where he was from. Okay. He said he was ready to leave Germany and come live in the United States permanently. Oh. He liked it so much. Well, like I said, this was starting to become national news in the United States, and it was even international news. They right. um, German newspapers, Der Spiegel, Der Spiegel, yep, was reporting on it too. It's German, by the way, for the Spiegel. <laughs> what does this? What no does idea. Spiegel mean? I don't know either. <laughs> well, San Francisco got wind of this, and they decided he needs to come to San Francisco. Yes. That's the whole reason why he came here. So the San Francisco Examiner, the newspaper, flew Erwin Kreutz out to San Francisco to be wined and dined nice. by San Franciscans. He, I'm sure they were trying to outdo Banger. Yeah. He was met at the airport by a crowd of reporters and a limousine. Oh. 
And he was given a bus tour of the city. And ironically taken to a McDonald's. <laughs> a cable car ride. A boat tour of the bay. Nice. A tour of the city's best nightlife hotspots. Okay. So, why is he going to raves in San Francisco? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it was like in 77. Oh, uh, well, depends. Yeah. But it could be mm-hmm. some fun. Mayor Moscone presented him with a rivet. George Moscone? Uh-huh. That was used in the construction of the Golden Gate Bridge. Because, hmm. you know, he was interested. And that was one yeah. of the made things he wanted to see when he came here. had a lot here. of rivets laying around still. Probably. From the 1930s. <laughs> or that have said, this was made in the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> Not two years ago. He attended a rodeo at the Cow Palace, where he was introduced in the center ring and got a standing ovation by about 10,000 people. Wow. He's becoming quite the celebrity. Yeah. He uh, learned to rope a steer. I don't remember. We were little kids, but I have no recollection of hearing about this. We well, wouldn't have we'd some, some children, but yeah. still. And? Ro- well, he actually went down and roped yeah. a steer? He roped a steer, and they hoisted him up on a big quarter horse. Have you ever tried to actually do a lasso? And, oh, I have. It's yeah. physically impossible. I, I think his trick for I think it's CGI when you see people <laughs> do it. It's, it's insane. And he made it to San Francisco's Chinatown. Where he was made an honorary member of the city's extended Wong family. Okay. He was given a scroll naming him Wong Irwin Kreutz. Oh. Nice, huh? Yeah. All of this happened in three days. In so, San Francisco. Uh-huh. Not but, in Bangor. He was in Bangor. Correct. Do you have any idea how long he was in Bangor before he went to San Francisco? Um, Probably a few. It said initially he was there three days before he figured it out. And yes, so he, but then, pro- it was probably a few days after that. Because I'm just curious how long his vacation was. I mean, he has to get a job back yeah, in Germany. I don't know. But it's Europe. Get a lot more vacation time than we do here in America. Yeah. So. Well, so he finally was put on a plane to go back to Germany. And the flight's crew gave him a forfeit sign that said, let me off at Frankfurt, (laughs) (laughs) just in case he fell asleep again. That's not a bad idea. (laughs) I am going to start doing that. When a reporter asked him if he left his heart in San Francisco, he replied, no, his heart would always belong in Bangor. He replied with shock and aghast, (laughs) like, what? Are you some kind of cannibals, zombies? What's happening? Oh, Oh, I see. It's a metaphor. When he got back to Germany, he continued to... Seeing the praises of his new American friends. Oh, now he's, he's starting to piss people off. Though. He said, if Kennedy can say, I am a Berliner, then I can say, I am a banger. <laughs> <laughs> Having no idea what he's really saying. He said he never wanted to leave banger. And he said, you must say only wonderful, wonderful of what goes on in America. <laughs> a year later, he did come back. To America. To America. Okay. In, in September 1978, he came back at the invitation of a new mall's owner, the Equitable Life Insurance Company. In Bangor. Yes. Okay. Invited him to return to cut the ribbon of a brand new Bangor mall. And he did this with Miss Maine. Miss Maine? Yeah. He had never even seen a shopping mall before. Her bathing suit for the competition, Carrie, made out of bear fur. Little Probably, yeah. So when he came back this time, he stayed with the Romines, the couple that owned the German restaurant. Mm-hmm. And he, this time he said he never wanted to go back to Germany. Well, hmm. 
There's a thing called visas. Yes. Immigration. Well, to help him, Billy and Helga Elwood, Billy had um, served in the army in or in the military, I don't know what branch, in Germany. And Helga was born in Germany. And they lived in St. Francis, Maine, and they were getting ready to move to Virginia and selling their home. But they had some land, so they decided to gift him an acre of land up north in Maine, basically just south of the Canadian border. And this would do what? I don't know. They thought they would help him become a citizen or a legal immigrant? Or just immigrant help, or? yeah, help him immigrate. Would it? I don't know. Seems like it shouldn't. I mean... You know, with the whole huddled masses and thing, but still, yeah, having to own property would not be a great criteria I, for. Well, it's not a criteria, but you have to have ties, you have to have a means of support, all that kind of stuff. Okay, you have to have a sponsor, I believe. Yeah. So, all right. Anyhow, when he so he actually did have to go back home, and when he got back home, he got fired. His boss wasn't happy with all that vacation <gasps> he was taking from his job with the brewery. Yeah. And they had been asking him to make public appearances without paying him to capitalize on his fame because oh, he, he, you know, had a little bit of fame back home too. Was it Vastaina? Do you I know his know. employer? Didn't they never said? Can you shame them? Because we can stop drinking them, which is easy for me because I don't like German beer. So. Yeah. Well, the last straw for his boss was when he w- got interviewed by a local newspaper and. He was like sitting at a cafe or whatever, drinking a beer, and it in was Germany or Bangor? in Germany. Okay, and it was their competition's beer, <gasps> not his company's beer. So he was like working for Miller and drinking Budweiser, something like that. But Damn. it was only because his beer wasn't available where he was. Yeah, he wanted, and he didn't have a car to get clear over to the That's what he pub said that had he his caught. beer. Okay, but. so anyway, he did still want to come back. He had tried to get a job in the United States, but. With his age, he was 50 by now, which, you know, in this the 70s, I guess, 78 was... Yeah. was super old. It was yeah. 50 was the then 40. Mm-hmm. So No, 50 then was the now 40. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yes. 50 was the then 60. Or Correct. even 65 or yeah. even like 100. But he was a master brewer from Germany, which is kind of famous for his beer brewing. you think he'd get a brewery job. But he couldn't speak good enough English. Oh, still, man. So he does sign language. You have an interpreter. This guy's a German brewmaster. Well, the only job offer he got was to be a janitor at that mall. 30 years later, and he would have his pickings of a microbrew to go be their master brewer. Yeah, too, but he was, I know. He was a little before his time. Yeah, he was before his time. And nobody really knows what happened to him after that. So he doesn't come back to the United States because he can't get a job. Yeah. And he just kind of disappeared in Germany. Yeah. Huh? I he, he said, you know, he was Should trying... to turn this into a murder mystery? <laughs> he was trying to get a new job in Germany. He did say, even after he lost his job, he didn't regret anything. No, he, he was still happy about his travels to the United States, and he still loved Banger. I'm surprised that he wouldn't have got a job in Germany. He had quite a bit of celebrity, but even in Germany, you said, right? So yeah. that's that's surprising. Yeah. He probably did. Let's assume he did. We don't know. You lost yeah. track of him, right? Yes. You personally. And so he let's assume yeah. he got a job, a better company with a better boss who wasn't a dick. Yeah. And he lived happily ever yeah. after. And people did try to find him to find out what happened to him, and they just they, they just didn't try couldn't. very hard. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they did, but... It's Germany. You stuff just, happens. doesn't seem like it'd be that know. hard. Yeah. Mm. But he wasn't married. At the, you know, he wasn't married at the time and I had see. never had any children or anything, so... Mm, I see. So who knows? So that's the story. Isn't that cute? It's a very cute story. Keith's the right word for it, exactly. Yes. <laughs> story. You specialize in stories about 
cute things that yeah. befall people. I like that. Human interest stories, they call them. That is right. I like that. I like yeah. that. Thanks, Carrie. Thanks You're for welcome. that little weird bit. You're welcome. About Erwin, the German who thought he was in San Francisco but was in Bangor. That's yep. the title. <laughs> it's a great title. Okay. <laughs> okay, thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. See ya.